Hello, it's Drunken History Time Travel. It's that thing again. Yes. Even we don't know what it is. <laughs> it's, it changes its name every week to prevent copyright infringement. I'm sure Apple will get around that somehow. Don't say their name. And this week we're uh, looking at the Incas, due to one tenuous link that the doctor said once. Well, if there's something that we do good. It's tenuous links. I was going to say drink beer, but that will do. Tenuous beer? Yes. Well, we'll do that as well. So, it is the 16th century. From all over Europe, great ships sail west to conquer the new world of the Americas. These men, eager to seek their fortune, to find new adventures in new lands, they long to cross uncharted seas and discover unknown countries, to find secret gold on a mountain trail high in the Andes. They dream of following the path of the setting sun that leads to El Dorado, and the mysterious cities of gold. You may or may not recognise those words as the opening to the 1982 cartoon, The Mysterious Cities of Gold. And I thought we'd just hired uh, Carl Sagan to do the introduction for us. Yeah. I was so very Carl Sagan, though. Was it? I thought so. <laughs> so what you're saying is Carl Sagan worked for The Mysterious Cities of Gold. I wouldn't be surprised. He's done a lot of things that month. Did you know that uh, in 2012 they did a sequel cartoon to this? What, to this podcast? Yes. <laughs> well, before we've done it. Yeah, and they called it The Mysterious Cities of Gold for some reason. No, I didn't know. Well, now you do. The Incan Empire was the most powerful in South America, certainly before the arrival of the Spanish. They ruled pretty much the Pacific coast of the continent for over 100 years in the 13th and 14th centuries. It was formed after the small Incan kingdom of Cusco was expanded by their leader, Pachacuti. At its height, it covered 775,000 square miles, or about the current size of Mexico. But less Mexicans and more Incas. The start of its end was in November 1533, when Francisco Pizarro, a Spanish conquistador, reached foot of the Andes with a small private army, including his brothers. He was searching for El Dorado for gold. At first he was fed by Incans and even slept in their houses. It was when he tasted potatoes for the first time. No news what he thought of them or even what Bizarro thought. So were his brothers famed warriors or something? Uh, his brothers were, I think one of his brothers was a priest and uh, yeah, I mean, there, was, there was more than his brothers but his brothers were along for the ride. Were the willing participants or did he drag them? But, um, oh right, <laughs> like you're coming with me. Oh. <laughs> I want to stay home and watch TV. Hasn't even been invented yet, you idiots. I need to think of a better excuse. <laughs> yes. If you're, you're going to use excuse, try and use things that have been invented. It always helps. Mm. When Pizarro and his army, including his brothers, got mm. to the first city, they found a 30,000 strong army. Not sure how many brothers were in that one. Pizarro had a fraction of four. Four? Yeah. Just four brothers. Four brothers in that one. Well, four sets of brothers. Yes. Something like that. The leader of the Incas, or the Sapa Inca, was Hatahuelpa. He told them that he could stay in the town, when, when Pizarro, which Pizarro found to be empty, until the Incas welcomed them with a parade. The Spanish told them they should worship their Christian god. And Atahualpa asked him, what's your authority for this religion? And the Spanish handed him a Bible. 
to which he said, it does not speak to me, and he threw it on the ground, which is a great thing to do with books, or even anything. But Pizarro, unfortunately, didn't think this. He gave the order to attack, opening fire with guns, and quickly overran the Incas. There were reports of 6,000 deaths that night, and Atahualpa was imprisoned. Atahualpa mm -hmm. told them that he was freed, he would fill the room with gold. It is said that he thought that if he delivered the gold, the Spanish would go away. Seven tons of gold was filled in the room from shrines across the Americas, and the Spanish went away. No, not really. Was he released because they couldn't spell his name on the forms? It wouldn't surprise me. I'm quite impressed I've managed to say it. <laughs> I think they imprisoned him. The paperwork here is too much. <laughs> You're free to go. Funny enough, because they imprisoned him in the first place because they couldn't say his name. So, right, we'll imprison him and then we won't have to say his name anymore. Ah, oh, these forms. Atahualpa was put on trial by Pizarro for treason, with the jury consisting of, yes, you guessed it, his brothers. The Sapa Inca was. <laughs> so that's why you gave the game off. Yeah, it's all. It's all like that. The Sapa Inca was killed. Atahualpa's half brother, Manco, was appointed by Pizarro, but the Incas didn't trust him for some reason. But the Spanish liked him because they could say his name properly. In a secret meeting with the Incas, Manco called the Spanish children of the devil before organising a rebellion. Three relief columns of Spaniards were wiped out, but despite this, a lot of the Incas were wiped out themselves. Manco and the rest of the Incas were forced to head north to the sacred valley to their temple Machu Picchu. I've heard of that. Yes, well done. But still... The, go one <laughs> the Spaniards still followed them. Have you heard of Spaniards? Not the dogs. Yes. They fought through the narrow streets to get to the steep steps of the temple, but we were defeated and driven back. Very kind of the enemy. We have beaten you. Well, he will lift home now. I don't think we'll lift home. You said they drove him back. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, I get what you mean now. Yeah, there weren't cars or TVs then. After a year, to get out of the Spanish reach, Manco and his people went to the jungles at the other side of the Andes. Still, the Spanish followed like a Hispanic Terminator 1000. One of the brothers, Gonzalez Pizarro, led the army. When they got to the city, it was empty. Manco and his people were in the buildings in the jungle. Manco later granted refuge to supporters of the Spanish, who, despite this, stabbed him to death. And with this, the Inca Empire was no more. Mm. That's how the empire ended. But what, as is so often forgotten, of the Incans themselves? How did they live? The Incan Empire was rich in gold and cocoa. Purity wasn't a big thing for the Incas. A lot of their gold was actually a gold-copper alloy called tombega. So fakes. Yes. You can imagine how the Spanish loved this. Gold-to-copper ratio in them varied wildly. Sometimes there would be 5% copper and others 5% gold. Gold itself wasn't precious, but the colour of it was to them. They would have loved chocolate coins. <laughs> Gold they can eat. They would have been the only people on the planet to have loved chocolate coins. I like chocolate coins. Do you? But do you buy them, or do you just like? I, I don't buy them. No, I no used one, no one to, buys I used to like them. The only, the them tree. the only people who buy them are mothers who put them in stockings. We had them on Christmas trees. Did the Christmas trees eat them? No, I ate them. You ate them. Okay. But I don't know why we put them on Christmas trees. A bag of chocolate coins on a Christmas oh. tree. It seems well, a bit weird. 
Well, but yeah. fuck it, I ate chocolate to eat. It's, it's better than putting uh, actual <laughs> coins on. It would weigh it down a bit. The Incan Empire had no traders, marketplaces, or commerce of any kind. Maybe the only advanced civilization to be like that. Acquiring individual wealth was not possible. Just like Star Trek. Trade was possible where a few products couldn't be produced locally and never internally. Mostly, production and distribution was controlled by the Incan government, where the producers were given what they needed from storehouses, like food, clothing, etc., but didn't need money for anything else. The labour was also done instead of taxation. Nobles didn't have contribute to this, and weirdly, after they died, nobles still continued to own property. Their next kin would gain wealth for the dead person. So the rich got rich. And the dead rich got richer and deader. The dead got deader. Yeah. I suppose the dead. It depends how you define dead. But then that whole uh, thing, what you didn't, you know, you didn't pay tax. You just gave labour to the, the government. Isn't what, that? Isn't what, what when you dead? You no, know, when you were alive. Uh, I don't know what you did when you were. Presumably not when you did. I presume they tried to get labour from you when you were dead. At least they didn't have inheritance tax, because you couldn't get money. I mean, it would just be, you know. Couldn't get the dead to do anything, so that was that. Or George Cameron. George Cameron. Yeah, George Osborne, I mean. <laughs> were, you I, too, I, were you trying politics again? Yeah. I was thinking... I've, I've told you about that. <laughs> I was thinking of which one shall I do? Which one shall I do? And I went with both. <laughs> Brilliant. One reason for the, uh, for the for that whole system could be that with living on steep mountain sides, they were more concerned about not starving than fostering trade. They built terrace farms down the side of mountains, from potatoes to peanuts, crops being chosen to thrive at the different altitudes. Llama dung was also used as a fertilizer to help the crops maize at first to grow at these altitudes. If you see llama dung where people are swimming, shout to look out, there is llama dung. Speaking of llamas, they ate llamas, ducks, and on special occasions, guinea pigs, which they also kept as pets. They also ate the pichu berry, which you might have seen at restaurants as an accompaniment with chocolate desserts. I'm not on Pokemon Black or White. To keep track of things, the Incas used a quipu, which was a recording device for keeping uh, records of data or numbers. It was a system of string tied together with knots in them at different points. A lot like if you leave your earphones in your pocket, I guess. Seriously, are these not Pokemon names? Kipu. Yeah. That's got to be a Pokemon name, sure. It's not. Well, maybe it is, I don't know. Could be now. Anyway, with these Kipu, they could keep records of villages and how many people were farmers there. I sure hope my earphones don't have any messages on them. Apart from the ones I can hear. In your earphones? Yeah. What do the earphones tell you to do? <laughs> Burn things. Well, keep burning things, it keeps me in a job. Good. As mentioned, the Sava Inca was the head of the government and believed he was believed to be a direct descendant of the sun god, the most important of all their gods. He wore heavy gold jewellery embroidered with jewels and his clothes were only worn once and then burnt, which would save on washing, I guess. His face would be covered outside the palace so that ordinary people couldn't see him. When the Sapa Inca died, he was mummified and remained in his palace with the same servants who lived their same lavish life. A new Sapa Inca, who the previous one had chosen from his children, sometimes as many as a hundred of them, as he had many wives and children, had a new palace built for him. So with each Sapa Inca there was a new palace built, basically. That's not fair. 
I want to pass. You can't have one. You can have Crystal Pass. Mm-hmm. You can manage the football team if you want. Yeah, that's helpful then. Okay. So do you have Oh, well. Right after so. this. As long as your name isn't Atahualpa, then I'll have to fill in weird horns. They were also masters in city building, like the magnificent Machu Picchu, which I want to go to one day. And you know of. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, well done. Apparently one of the rules of entrance to the site today, whether it's true or not, is that you can't go in wearing the national dress of another country. How many countries have a national dress? Scotland would. Germany? Well, I'm assuming... I'm assuming. Would ours be sandals, socks, shorts? <laughs> yeah. And a vest. And, and, a, and an England, an 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 England top. <laughs> yeah, I can, I, can, I can get behind not growing dresses that, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, they also built enormous pyramids and complex waterworks from stone. Their buildings with stone were so exactly built you couldn't fit a knife through the blocks. And this was when no mortar was used, so it was just put on top of one another. Balanced. Balanced, as you say. Kiswachka Bridge has been built every year for 1500 years. Why? Because it's made of strands of grass and is so strong it could take horses and cannons across in the time of the conquistadors. They were built in pairs but no one knows why. Perhaps it was one of the, for the nobles and one for commoners or even men and women. Speaking of, women weren't allowed near them when they were being built as it was considered bad luck. Either that or the men are perverts who can't keep their mind on the job. They also did sacrifices Three Incan children were found perfectly preserved in an ice pit at the top of a volcano due to the immense cold. The bodies, which are the most pristine mummies in the world, date to the 15th century, just before the arrival of the Europeans. The children were found to have been given chica, a maize beer, until they passed out and then froze to death. Remnants of coca leaves, which is where we get cocaine from, were also found in their mouths, possibly to stave off altitude sickness or make them more compliant because people on cocaine are always compliant. Their diet shows they were treated well in the year or so before their death, which is a bit like the perfect victim in the Aztecs, if you recall. Yeah. Oh, in the, the, the Doctor Who, the Doctor the Aztecs. Who Aztecs. Yes, 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 remember, that's it, what it we do. took me a short while to think. <laughs> I thought, was I in the Aztecs? But, he was, but his, yeah. he, his every whim was, was like given, basically. It's nice that we can link it back to Doctor Who occasionally. What's that? Some show, I think. Why do we keep trying to link it back to me? Because uh, Cara said you wrote it. I might have to check this show out. You should. The Incas used opening skulls by surgery as a means of healing wounds of the living. Most patients survive this, it seems, and a study of Incan skulls shows that one in six had a cranial hole in it. Speaking of skulls, they were used to drink from as well. Atahualpa, who lost a power struggle to his brother Huascar in the 14th century, was killed and had his skull made into this. Different, different, his brother. different Atahualpa, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Also, yes, his brother, yeah, there's a lot of brothers in this, isn't there? So think about that next time your beer has a good head, yeah. I'm thinking about, don't bring your brother drinking. He, he might start drinking out of your head. Yeah. That would just be weird. Fuck family. That's what. Oh, that's what we're saying. <laughs> Apparently, that's the message today. You can't trust them. Nope. Incas also deformed their skulls to make them elongated, as they thought it was aesthetically pleasing or as a way of revering their gods. This would begin shortly after birth by mothers tightly wrapping bandages around their children's heads, 
Some websites use the elongated skulls as proof that Incas worshipped aliens or were aliens. But they're idiots. Idiots with bandages. Super twist. Super twist.